When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. The Chris Paul watch. And I think it's fair to call it the Chris Paul watch because of what we heard from Adrian Wojnarowski. So speaking on NBA Countdown on Friday, Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN Insider, lists the Knicks as one of the teams who would be a contender to land Chris Paul if he hits free agency. Here's what Woj had to say. Uh, there are teams that would like to see if they could stack up enough contracts to take on his $30 million for this season uh, and keep them, perhaps even flip them at the trade deadline. There are other teams who would trade for him and, and treat it like uh, a salary cap savings. They would uh, uh, not guarantee his contract before that June 28th deadline. And then he would become a free agent. And Greeny, if Chris Paul is out there as a free agent, uh, this summer, look at the two teams in L.A., the Clippers and Lakers, the Knicks in New York, uh, the Golden State Warriors. Those would all be potential destinations for Chris Paul, who would then sign a deal at a much lower number than the $30 million he's guaranteed uh, in Phoenix if he stays there past that June 28th deadline. So there you have it. Knicks, along with the Lakers, Clippers, and Warriors as one of the teams that would be a team to watch if Chris Paul indeed becomes a free agent. Now, the Suns are reportedly considering releasing Chris Paul by Chris Haynes' report. They've already decided to release Chris Paul. Again, still confusion as to what exactly is going on in Phoenix with that. Um, but they're considering releasing him before the June 28th deadline. That's when his $30 million salary for next season becomes fully guaranteed. The Suns could save up to $27 million this season by cutting and stretching the rest of his contract over five years. It could save $15 million by just cutting him just this season and just paying the rest of the $15 million. So we talked about this last week. We talked about the how this could work, and, and I made the case that I could see why the Knicks would want to do this, and I, I didn't understand it. Are you surprised at this point to not hear Woj suggesting that the Knicks are a contender in D for Chris Paul, and do you buy it? I'm not shocked because, again, we, as we noted on the on the previous podcast, there's a very strong relationship between Chris Paul and, and Leon Rose um, yeah. and obviously CAA. Um, so even if the Knicks weren't overly enthused about it or seriously considering it, just knowing that they're in the mix, that they're competing, you know, you know helps drive up the price a little bit, generate the buzz. And, you know, not that Chris Paul needs it. If Chris Paul becomes a free agent, you know, plenty of teams in the NBA um, are going to be, uh, you know, searching for his services. Um, but I, I will say, I I, I think there's a, a greater likely, I, I thought there was very little likelihood last week. I think there's a little greater likelihood now um, seeing the reports that he's willing to consider 
um, uh, the taxpayers mid-level exception from yep. teams like the Lakers or the or the Clippers or the, the Warriors, whoever that case might be. Um, you know, if he's not going to accept the big deal, because there are teams that would pay him, you know, 20 million a year, you know, for a couple seasons, maybe he's not going to get a hundred million dollar contract. But if he's willing right. to accept one of those, the, that one of the, a mid-level exception for a year and kind of go year by year basis, et cetera, um, which is not outside the realm of possibility. Remember, this is a guy who's banked over 350 million dollars in salary um yeah. he's been in the league for a long time now uh 18 year career um that's not counting the you, state know, farm. you know he's yeah, like i say you know the state farm money he's got because we see him every 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 time out in the nba finals exactly and that's just the money wearing, those, wearing those baggy shorts and Jalen rose shining them out saying i love those shorts <laughs> Those are those are that's just the money Chris Paul has made in the NBA, not the money Cliff Paul has brought in. You know, via, via, <laughs> exactly. The estate farm. So, um, yes. So, listen, if he's willing to accept, the, the, you know, a, a reduced salary at, at this stage of his career, which isn't crazy, um, then I think the Knicks are in the mix. So I think do I think they're a favorite? Probably not. Um, again. I would assume he'd prefer an opportunity to start at point guard for the Lakers alongside LeBron James and Anthony Davis and, and et cetera. I would assume he'd prefer an opportunity to start for the Clippers uh, if, if, Kawhi, if he feels Kawhi is healthy and Paul George, et cetera. Um, you know, we'll see how he kind of feels about the Warriors. Of those opportunities, I would, I would again, I'm just me assuming that right. coming off the bench behind Jalen Brunson wouldn't be at the top of his wish list. But again, there are other factors that go in there. Maybe he's always wanted to play in New York. Maybe his family wants to spend a, a year in, in Manhattan. Um, playing, uh, you know, being a backup is far less wear and tear on his body. Um, not only does that benefit the Knicks because him and Brunson could they could each reduce each other's workloads, um, but maybe that's something that he appeals. Maybe he wants to play four more seasons, and he feels like right. the best way to do that is to is to start playing. You know, eighteen minutes, twenty minutes a night off the bench. If if Brunson goes down for two weeks, can he play thirty seven minutes a night? Of course he can, um, and he could average ten assists per game during that stretch. Um, you know, can they? Does he feel that those that they he can play alongside Brunson for the the final five minutes of a game? Um, a lot of interesting aspects there, um, but I will. say say um and part of it's you you you're um kind of uh convincing me a little bit last week that i think there's a, a bit of a, a glimmer of hope um that uh that, that it could make sense for 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 both yeah. parties and that they at least explore the opportunity i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here is in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. i tell you what. When I saw this, because I, I, I made the case and I saw that I thought it could be a possibility given people understand kind of where the roles would lie. I wasn't sure if I'd be convinced that either side would come to that agreement at this point. To hear Woj list the Knicks as one of these four teams, along with the Warriors, Clippers, and Lakers, makes me feel like Chris Paul is going to be a Nick, which sounds crazy to me because I never would have thought that even four days ago. But look at these teams, the Clippers and Lakers, two very old two teams with a lot of guys who are also injury prone and teams where he will be going there to be a savior, much like he was going to be a savior with the Rockets, just like he's going to be a savior with the Clippers the first time, just like he was going to be a savior with the Suns. 
And I'm like, is he really? And now he, Chris Paul is a great player, but does he really want to put that on himself? I don't know. And then I look at the the Warriors thing doesn't make any sense to me, really. I mean, you want to talk about playing behind a point guard? You know about Jalen Brunson? Me playing my Steph Curry? I mean, I don't know how much time he's getting at all in, in playing against a guy who's going to play as many minutes as Steph because there really isn't much of a justification to take Steph Curry out of the game if you have Chris Paul. Uh, I, I, bench, I guess so. would be would play Steph off the ball and and have and you know and then play Clay at three. I, I don't know, but you're right. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very weird fit to me. Yeah. I'm like I, I don't I don't really see that now. And, and then there's also I don't know how much animosity there is, but I think of all the players the Warriors have faced over the last however many years. I don't think that Chris Paul is on the top of their you know Christmas card list. Let's just say that. So I look at the Knicks and I see these relationships that are here with Leon. I see these relationships with uh, Worldwide West. I think this is the first, this may be the first instance, or at least the first like high profile instance where like those relationships may get the Knicks across the finish line. Because uh, besides LeBron James, he doesn't have a relationship with any of these other teams or people at all. Um, he, he's a, he knows a clip of organization, but they traded him. So I don't know how much that he would love to then go back to play with those guys who got rid of him kind of unceremoniously. So, I, I think the Knicks have a really good shot to, to get him here. I'm torn about whether or not, it looks just like I was torn last week. I'm torn this whether or not it's the right move. I see the positives. Again, I think he could play that Jason Kidd role. I think he'd be instrumental to not just helping uh, a lot of these other guys in terms of getting these guys shots like Mitchell Robinson, Nobi Toppin, and, and unlocking some of these guys on the Knicks. I think he'd be instrumental for these guards. I think he could help Jalen Brunson's game. I think he could help Emmanuel Quickly's game. Chris Paul is like a point guard whisperer. Every point guard he plays with plays the best they've ever played in their career. And this goes back to like Darren Collison in New Orleans. You know, uh, we saw it with campaign. We saw it with Darren Collison. We've seen it with uh, Eric Bledsoe. We've seen it with so many guards, young guys who go and play with Chris Paul. And I don't know if it's how he's teaching them or they just watching him with them, just watching him play. They all get better. I think can't see that. Can't- Campaign was out of the NBA. Right. He was, a, he was a bust. This guy was a lottery pick. He, yep. I mean, people forget how, like, I know he went to, he was kind of the first Murray State kind of guard that people were kind of were, were into before John Morant. And he was a bust, a complete bust and a lottery pick. And he, he gets with Chris Paul, and all of a sudden he's helping the Suns go all the way to the NBA finals. So I think the Knicks see the value in that. I think Chris Paul would see the value in that. I think he could say, look, I get there. I get to, you know, get in the air of Emmanuel quickly, get in the air of Jalen Brunson. All of a sudden, Mitchell Robinson may not be barking so much about not getting the ball if I'm there because I'm a, a pass first guard, unlike the guys the Knicks have right now. The fit is there. The question is the money. But once I saw Wode say he's willing to take way less than the 30 million, that was the kind of the that was the sign out there to these people who think, oh, we're gonna pay him 25 million, 20 million. If he's taking the mid-level exception, I think the Knicks have a really good shot here. Now, again. Can he stay healthy? I have no confidence that he can stay healthy. Um, because I think the problem with Chris Paul is, I think, because the Suns tried to keep him healthy this year. I think the problem is his body is so old that, like, the intensity of playoff basketball is different than, like, regular season basketball. So, like, if you're not playing with that kind of ferocity for long enough stretches in the season, I think trying to then turn it on in the playoffs gets you hurt. That's why I think he got hurt this year. So the Knicks will have to find some other way to get him healthy beyond just resting him. They got to they gotta have to find something else. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's less minutes. I don't know. But but that would be the major concern because if he's not available for the playoffs, then what good is this? 
But if he's talking about just taking a mid-level exception, I don't know what really the harm is in terms of a risk factor. I don't think there is. That's that's why if I'm if we're being serious about this, and I understand that they're clunky fin and and how would it, but the reality is the Knicks don't have other than trading in terms of of, of free agents in terms of salary. The ways to improve their team, not via trade, strictly via free agency this summer. Um, they have the 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 uh, the mid level exception, right around 12, yeah. 12 and a half million, and the four point five biannual exception to use. Yeah. Um, the other, so the players they'd be considering, you know, Tory Craig, uh, uh, you know, like the uh, uh, Dante Divincenzo. Dante Divincenzo, yeah. As you mentioned, but he probably might be priced out of that price range. Right. Um, you know, Alex Burks is somebody that they could bring back. If the, yeah. but the, now it sounds like the Pistons are going to exercise this option. I, I say that to say it's not as though they're passing up other great players. Right. In other words, exactly. the, the opportunity cost is limited. So if you can get a player like Chris Paul at that at a fraction of of your total salary cap, um, I think it greatly improves your team. Again, as Woj mentioned, maybe at, keep him for half a season and trade him to another team. Um, you know, maybe he does Leon Rose a favor um, and, and, and it takes a, you know, a half a season playing limited action and then gets traded to another team at the deadline that needs a starting point guard, something along those lines. It's feasible. Again, a lot of moving parts here. We still don't know if the, if the, if the Suns are going to waive him, even if they waive him, uh, right. another team can claim him for a year as we talked about, and then keep him and keep him as a trade ship at his, at his current salary. So uh, even before we get to the point where it becomes a free agent, when, um, there's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's somewhat unlikely that even gets that stage. Um, but I agree with you. Um, the, the arrow was slowly creeping towards, uh, uh the Knicks being, uh, towards us seriously considering whether this is a uh, feasible, um, whether it's possible. And then, then at that point, whether it's beneficial, but yeah, my, my point being that, uh, yeah. it's hard to argue against it vociferously because right. it costs so little. Yeah. That's the thing. Cause the whole, uh, the, the, the big issue I would have had, and that's why I brought the Jets kid example, would have been trading assets away. I mean, there was that report that the Suns love Emmanuel quickly. I'm like, <laughs> that talks and right there. I, I, there's no conversation regarding trading Emmanuel quickly for Chris Paul. But Jason Kidd signed for, at that time, was the veterans minimum, I believe, to, to come to the Knicks at that point. And that's why they just added him to the team. They already had a point guard in Raymond Felton. Again, it was a very similar situation, and it worked out great. They just didn't play well in the playoffs. Right, right. So, and to me, also the reason why I really, again, the more I think about it, the more I see basketball-wise, I see a fit, is the Knicks, I thought in this postseason, were lacking some veteran leadership. Like, I felt like when it, like they, they, they beat up the Cavs in a team where both teams didn't have really veteran yep. leadership. Yep. But, like, when they got to the Heat, it felt like there was some veteran savvy that was needed to close some of these games. Game one, I think about game six. Those are the two games I think about where I'm like, or even and even game four, I think two, you could say. Uh, three games the Knicks could have won, and that shifts the entire series where you're like, uh, just uh, a veteran out there who knows, okay, don't get that charge or make that rotation or he can get that steal or doesn't make that turnover. Like they had a guy like that, like that series just flips, could flip one way or the other. And they were missing that guy. I didn't know if the Knicks would have an option to get a guy like that. It just it didn't seem like that was possible. But like thinking about Chris Paul and how he would be playing in those games against the Miami Heat, like I could see him making those kind of plays. I could see him being the difference in those games. So I, I saw that this, during those playoff games. I'm like, man, I really wish they had a guy. I don't know who that would be. Like again, watching Kyle Lowry just like 
charge his way into like the Knicks, you know, screwing up these final games or making these deflections on RJ Barrett drives. I'm just like, man, like Knicks don't have anybody like that. So seeing that and then seeing, yeah, I know Chris Paul, he's a, one of the smartest basketball minds playing right now. I know he watched that series and said, I could have been a difference there. So again, you know, how much of his difference on the Clippers? I mean, he's got to be like Chris Paul, like, He's got to be Clippers, Chris Paul, in order to be a difference on the Clippers to me. Like, like they're a team that that needs like a true point guard. That's why Russell Westbrook was so valuable to them because even though he's the diminished player, he was able to play thirty five minutes, forty minutes, and like he's almost like a pitcher who like was given the innings. Like it wasn't the most perfect inning. Sometimes they were terrible games sort of shooting he was playing, but he was playing forty minutes and playing pretty hard and making plays, so it helped. Can Chris Paul give them that? Like I don't think he's giving them that. Um, again, the Lakers, they're going to even to be Clippers, Rockets, Chris Paul. Can he give them that? I don't think he can give them that. So I, I see the fit. We'll see how it goes. But I, I thought that was the first instance where I thought, okay, Chris Paul, he really might be a Nick. And that will be, it will be make for a lot of great talk. Cause I know a lot of people, when they heard that he was going to be a free agent, kind of dismissed the notion of Chris Paul being a Nick. I think that you cannot dismiss it at this point in time. So. A story we will continue to follow all of season as long as it lasts. Uh, this whole Chris Paul sweepstakes, if it indeed starts, like Tommy said, because they still have to actually release. Yeah. And then the Suns were reportedly a team that may want to bring them back. So I don't, we don't, this has become a very bizarre scenario already, and it's only going to get more crazy, I think, as the summer continues.